Welcome back to the Dan Prof Show. And when it comes to party nips, the uh, governor of New York State, and the question of whether he can survive politically the uh, dual threats he faces from the nursing home scandal and uh, the allegations of sexual harassment, it's not just what is being alleged in real time. It's going back and looking at things he said in the not-too-distant past and reconsidering them in light of what we understand to be true or at least what we understand to be alleged in real time. For example, this is uh, Andrew Cuomo back in April, the end of April of last year, uh, on the occasion of uh, 18,000 New York State residents dead from COVID. And uh, he's yucking it up about his uh, bachelorhood with some, uh, you know, ghastly local talk show host. You and your brother are on the most wanted list for single ladies in New York City as the most desirable. So I was just wondering if you had any comment about that. Well, Susan, I did not see that. But now <laughs> that you raise it, uh, most wanted uh, eligibility. My brother is married. I am not married. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he would qualify as eligible. However, I am eligible. <laughs> it's all fun and games. Uh, I guess you can get more of uh, those sorts of lessons in his uh, American crisis leadership lessons from the pandemic tome, right? Uh, how about uh, Andrew Cuomo uh, talking about uh, the matter of sexual harassment when he was queried about the uh, incidents of sexual harassment in state government? and bristled at the notion that this was a problem in state government without providing the additional contextualization about being a systemic problem with uh, entertainers and politicians. He didn't mention himself by name at the time, but in retrospect, he certainly could have, perhaps. Well, look, you have it going on in journalism. Yeah, I know. What are you going to do differently? Um, but the question they, is about state government. Yeah, it's, it's about, about state government. I could tell you later in great detail no, about that if you're, it's if you're about interested. about you and journalism. And it's about you and journalism. And it's about state government. And it's about carpentry. Is your administration going to do anything forces. differently to maybe be a little we bit more We will have policies aware? in state government, obviously, that affect state government. But I think you missed the point. When you say it's state government, you do a disservice to women, with all due respect, even though you're a woman. <laughs> sure. It's yeah. not government. Very respectful. It's society. It was Harvey Weinstein in the arts industry. It's comedians, it's politicians, uh, it's chefs, right? It's systemic, it's societal. It's not one person in one area. No, it certainly isn't. For more on the topic, we're pleased to be joined by Michael Goodwin, New York Post columnist, Fox News contributor. Michael, thanks for joining us. My pleasure, Dan. Uh, So what uh, do you rate the survivability chances for one... uh, nipple rings enthusiast and governor of New York State against the backdrop of now many Democrats calling for his resignation or impeachment and the assembly moving to strip his emergency pandemic powers. Well, there's clearly a rising tide of anger and calls for his resignation, including from many members of his own party. But I think the reality is that it's going to take a while uh, before this gets resolved. And I say that because, first of all, Cuomo is not going to go voluntarily. Uh, And secondly, there is no one person who has the power to remove him. That can only be done by the legislature through the impeachment process. And the New York process mirrors the federal one. You have the two houses of the legislature, the assembly, it takes a majority vote. 
in the Senate for conviction and removal would require a two-thirds vote. Now, Democrats uh, have large majorities, veto-proof majorities in both houses. So we can almost take the Republicans out of the issue, except for if they came down to a vote, they would supply those, those votes, but they wouldn't be near enough on their own. So it's going to take large members, large numbers of members of his own party who want to get rid of him to do it through impeachment. Now, as you said, he faces two investigations, one over the sexual harassment allegations to be conducted by a law firm chosen by the attorney general that will have subpoena power. The report will be made public. Uh, we have now three women who have come forward, two of whom previously worked for him, and said that the, made their allegations that he was essentially soliciting them, harassing them while they were working for him. So that is the big no-no here. There's a third woman who says that he made her very uncomfortable by touching her and wanting to kiss her at a wedding, but she had no professional relationship with him. So she's sort of almost in a different category, but I think in large public ways people see it as the same thing. Michael, uh, let's, let's, is... let, let's hold it right there and let's pick okay. it up on the other side of the break. I want to continue on this, and including getting your perspective, since you're so close to it, on the political timing of all this. More with Michael Goodwin, New York Post columnist, Fox News contributor, right after that. the Dan Proft Show. We're back with Michael Goodwin. He's a New York Post columnist and Fox News contributor. We're talking about the potential political demise of one New York State Governor, Andrew Cuomo. And Michael, before the break, you were talking about just sort, of, just sort of the difficulty of removing him through impeachment. You said he is not going to go willingly, so he will have to go the way of the window, not the stairs, if he's going to go. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, um, and, and, you know, what, what do you think it would take? Uh, is it more allegations of sexual harassment? Is it, uh, is it the perspective of Tish James, the attorney general, who seems pretty um, perhaps even opportunistic politically to see him go for her own uh, uh, for own purposes of political ascendancy, perhaps? What's the dynamic on the ground there? Well, I think in terms of Tish James, the attorney general whose office will be conducting these sexual harassment allegations, she is regarded as a progressive Democrat, more progressive than Cuomo. She's a black female, the first black female ever to hold the attorney general's office. And so she is a likely contender for that office. She would not have been, I think, prop expected to run against him as a primary opponent this uh, in 22, which is when he's up for re-election. Uh, but now... Even if he survives this, she might, uh, he's clearly been weakened, uh, so she might well be a candidate for that. But the other, the other thing that I think we have to keep in mind here, too, which is somewhat silent for now, but probably holds at least as great a peril for him, is the federal investigation into whether he improperly withheld information on nursing home deaths from the Justice Department. You'll recall that when he got that Emmy Award, when he got that big book contract, when his brother was yucking it up with him, uh, he was hiding the number of deaths in nursing homes. Uh, and he was doing that because his policy had clearly contributed to some of those deaths, many of those deaths. 
And so he took to hiding the information. And one of his top assistants uh, acknowledged last month in a phone call that the New York Post got hold of the recording that they intentionally withheld releasing this information to the legislature and the public because of the federal investigation, which they also were withholding the number from the feds. So there could be criminal intent there. And that would certainly implicate the governor. So you've got these two events going on simultaneously, two investigations, uh, both of which could end his career, or he could survive both of them depending on how they turn out. So it's a perilous moment, but I, I do not get the distinct impression, absent some new bombshell allegation from new or more women, that he's on the verge of quitting. I just don't think that's in his DNA. And his whole life now is being governor. His entire existence is being governor. Uh, and so he's not going to give that up voluntarily. There's some suggestion that, um, you know, since the, a lot of this is coming from the left, that there's a desire to uh, sideline Andrew Cuomo for anything beyond governor or maybe even uh, another term as governor because he's outlived his utility. He's not a guy that's got a lot of friends and there are other aspirants for offices that are more allied with where the zeitgeist of the party is. And so this is a convenient way to knock him out of the box. Even if you don't remove him from office, you remove him from the possibility of being reelected or seeking higher office. And that's good news for the Tish Jameses of the world. It's good news at the federal level for the Kamala Harris's of the world. Well, look, uh, what you say is true that there are uh, advantages and reasons why uh, people will further these accusations. There are also Republicans who are Lee Zeldin, a congressman from uh, Long Island, New York, is already exploring the possibility of mounting a campaign against Cuomo in 22. Now, he would not have been doing that absent these uh, investigations. So there are people who are clearly trying to take advantage of this, seize this, as an opening to push an agenda that they had prior to these developments. Uh, but that's the way of politics. It's also, frankly, a way of sort of cleansing our system. I mean, if there's no way for Cuomo to uh, be held accountable uh, for, for what he has done on both of these issues, if, if neither of these investigations end up removing him, the fact that he is weakened politically um, is a kind of justice in its own right. And I, so I don't begrudge those who are trying to legitimately oh, no. take advantage of legitimate issues. No, I, I don't begrudge them either. Um, you know, and, and, you know, Andrew Cuomo richly deserves everything that's coming his way. But the question is, you know, you don't want to put white hats on people that don't deserve the white hats. And I wonder, and a lot of people are wondering, as you know, um, some of these allegations are old. Some of the information about nursing homes is old. But all of a sudden, it's a feeding frenzy coming largely from the left, I mean, not exclusively, but largely. Otherwise, it wouldn't be relevant. It wouldn't even be covered. Uh, Chris Cuomo made that clear. Uh, so, so it, you know, is there something afoot where it was, uh, we don't want to deal with this now during the election when some, like the Boylan sexual harassment allegation came, uh, came to light? Uh, we'll wait. We always have time to take out Andrew Cuomo once we're in office. Uh, I don't see that. I mean, I, I, I don't say okay. it doesn't exist, but I don't see it. Um, Boylan, for example, the first one to make the allegation, uh, first raised it in December, uh, so after the election, without providing any specifics. And so it didn't get much traction. But 
more recently she came out and laid out specific allegations against him and showed documented support by of emails from members of his staff talking to her about his crush on him mm-hmm. so uh, her, his crush on her i should say right. and so there, there there is i think to the individuals involved i think the motive is clear and pure as far as i'm concerned now, um, you, you mentioned uh, Congressman Lee Zeldin, Republican, looking at uh, possibly running, particularly if it was Cuomo as the nominee or expected to be Cuomo as the nominee. He survives. Is there any chance in New York State uh, at present for a Republican? I mean, I know we've had Republicans in the relatively recent past, George Pataki as governor of New York. But uh, in the landscape now, is there a chance for a Republican to win statewide there? It would be an upset. You have a Democrat state attorney general, controller, governor. Uh, they control both houses of the legislature, uh, mayors, of course, of the big cities. Uh, it is a predominantly Democratic blue state, uh, top to bottom, New York being the heaviest of all. And New, New York makes up about 38 percent of the state's population, let's say roughly 40, provides a little more than that of the state's vote totals. And Republicans have not done well in New York City. If they could do slightly better, even 10 points more in New York City, they tend to get, you know, 20 percent tops. If they could get 30 percent tops in New York City, even they would have a chance statewide. Michael Goodwin, New York Post columnist, Fox News contributor. Michael, thanks as always. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you, Dan. Show at danproftshow.com.